You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Former Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback Artie Burns has a chance to be a really high-value, inexpensive signing for the Chicago Bears. Welcome into the Locked On Bears podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I cover the Chicago Bears for Bears Wire. I'm here to bring you your daily Chicago Bears news and analysis. Today, I'll be joined by Christopher Carter, the host of Locked On Steelers, here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and he's going to break down all things Artie Burns. We'll go through when Burns was originally drafted out of Miami and some of the early expectations for him with the Steelers. We'll look at why his development never quite panned out the way Pittsburgh may have wanted and what we can expect from Artie in Chicago. Over the course of our conversation, Chris revealed a few different things about Artie Burns that I wasn't aware of before our conversation, so I think you're really going to enjoy it and learn a thing or two. Joining us now on Locked On Bears is Chris Carter. He is the host of Locked On Steelers here on the Locked On Podcast Network. He's an NFL analyst for DKPittsburghSports.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at Carter Critiques. Chris, I appreciate you taking the time to join us. How, how are you surviving your own uh, coronavirus quarantine? How's sports life been for you in this? I mean, it's kind of crazy, actually. Uh, sports-wise, oh, it's horrible. You know, I, I'm, I'm a big March Madness guy. I love the NBA. I, you know, I, I, I love it when the NHL gets to the playoffs. It's, it's so crazy. But for us football nerds, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is still great. Yeah, it's one of the few things that have been getting us through this, and free agency's been, I think, as wild as any year with some different uh, different circumstances happening. But one of the less headlining moves, of course, was the Chicago Bears adding Pittsburgh Steelers cornerback Artie Burns. And that's, of course, why I wanted to bring you on today. You've been covering the Steelers for quite some time now, and you were there back, well, there, you were, you know, covering the team back when the Steelers first drafted Artie Burns, what would have been the 2016 draft 25th yeah. overall. Could you take me back there, you know, when that pick came in, what was sort of the the feeling in Pittsburgh? Did it feel like a reach? I mean, obviously we kind of know, you know, his, he's such an athlete, but maybe a little bit of raw athlete. What, what was sort of the feeling about that pick and what were the expectations early on? Well, a lot of people, when they saw him, the Steelers were in desperate need for a cornerback at the time. That's back when they had Antoine Blake and Ross Cockrell as their starting cornerback. I mean, it was just a rough situation in Pittsburgh. Uh, William Gay, who was a was a pick from uh, from the mid two thousands, had come back and he he solidified the cornerback position at least as a starter for a little bit. But it was because he was just technically sound. And he was a, he's a very smart. Uh, he has a very high football IQ, and now he's coaching. Um, so, but when when Burns was picked, he was thought as like, uh, hey, you know, maybe they finally got a first rounder. There was actually some controversy that happened right right around that pick because the Steelers reportedly well there's a theory um, the Bengals selected William Jackson the third right before the Steelers and, and I, I, if I remember correctly I think they they did so um, because that was right around the time of the uh, the huge fiasco with uh, their with them giving up a late lead in their own stadium in a playoff game and uh, their own guy you know struck a struck a rep and there was a whole bunch of things behind that but. That, they, they were right ahead of the Steelers in the draft order, and they selected William Jackson the third, despite already having three cornerbacks that had, that were first round picks on their roster. 
uh, in Pac-Man Jones, Darquez Denard, and um, uh, the last one escapes me. But uh, but I mean, and, and, but that, that, that was, a lot of people saw that as like, whoa, the Bengals did that to spite the Steelers. And so the Steelers ended up sticking with cornerback and getting Artie Burns. Uh, so some people, a lot, most most people in Pittsburgh felt like, you know what, he seems like a good talent. You know, they played in Miami. This will work out. Um, but you know, everyone kind of was very patient about it because also soon after that, uh, he would get joined by Joe Hayden in the, uh, in the after his rookie year. People gave him time in his rookie year, and by his second year, it was interesting to see how it progressed. But at the time, Pittsburgh was kind of like, eh, you know, we just hope that something happens because none of the cornerbacks the Steelers have picked in the past since really Ike Taylor have worked out. Yeah, so you go into Artie Burns' rookie season there, and right, he wasn't starting right away, but it seemed like by mid-season he was able to get into that lineup, you know, like you said, with guys like Ross Cockwell and Cockrell and William Gay, not necessarily uh, a lot of talent that he had to overcome there, but like halfway through he kind of gets into the starting lineup, and you know, given that he only started what, like eight games that season, for, for him to be able to come away with three interceptions, it, it feels like, you know, when we look back on it in hindsight, that that looks like a pretty encouraging start, but then he goes into year two, 2017, like you were getting at, and not quite the next step forward. Did you get much of an impression as to why there wasn't, I mean, was it, did you see some sophomore slump out of that? I mean, just, the idea was he was a draft and develop type guy, and obviously you go into 2018 and the progress continues to not happen. Early on, what was the issue? You, have you been able to pinpoint much of that, of, of why the progress wasn't quite there? So actually, I, I think uh, when you look at 2016, he had he had interceptions um, more so because I think it was just uh, fortune working working his way. 2017, the Steelers actually really started to feel confident with Artie Burns um, at parts of the year because he started to seem like he could be put on an island and, and not have a safety over top of him at times. And uh, at one point, they kind of admitted that, like, hey, you know what, we, we're comfortable with him and Joe Hayden as our outside cornerbacks and letting the rest of our defense work. Um, of, of course, this also kind of changed when Brian Chazier went down because they, they had a really good system uh, going into the middle of the year. And then in like around like the three-quarter mark of the season, uh, Chazier went down and the entire defense really fell apart because uh, he filled so many roles in the middle of the field. And uh, they kind of had to just leave Artie out by himself uh, because they were covering so much up in the middle of the field. So when you saw 2016 happen, you were like, okay, some some promising things there, but you know, still not all the way. He's a rookie. And then 2017 happened. You know, it wasn't that he really took the next step. It was just that, hey, you know what? He's still hanging in there. Um, he's still competing. And there were even some plays where, like, you know, he, you could see, like, the proper adjustments being made. Like, okay, this, this, he did this right. He did that right. Um, but, you know, there were still mental lapses. And that's where you saw the faults in his game really creep through in 2018, um, which is why he had to be uh, removed and basically replaced by Cody Sensabaugh, um, which you know is a horrible sign because Cody Sensabaugh is a journeyman quarterback that's been bouncing around the league. What I would see from Artie Burns is just like there will be times where he'd be on point, make his reads, make the right play. And then there will be other times just mental breakdowns that didn't make any sense. Like there's a, there's a touchdown he gave up to Tyler Boyd against the Bengals where he's covering him and he backs up into the end zone. He, and he just gives Tyler Boyd the goal line and he just gets an easy touchdown. And everyone's just like that's that's inexcusable. Like that's that's one of those basic football things that you cannot do as a cornerback, and yet he did it. Um, and, and watching him over this time, it really seemed like Artie was going through some other fights. Now, if you're aware of Artie Burns' personal story, 
Um, you know, he, he, he's already been through a lot. His mother died of a heart attack. Uh, his father's been in jail. So he's been taking care of his teenage younger siblings um, basically by himself for quite some time. So, like, you know, he, he had to grow up really fast, and he had to deal with a lot of things there. Um, but there were times when, I, you know, just his demeanor didn't match up with what was going on. Like, there was one really good game he had, I'd say, I think it was late 2017, and, um, you know, people started to clamor around him in the locker room, like, hey, Ari, yeah, this is a great game. And he just, he seemed disheveled, like he didn't do well, and, and he, you know, seemed upset. And there were just several times, there were just kind of like odd moments where you're like, what's, what's going on, Ari? And, um, and that, that kind of became, you know, a big question at times, like, what's going on with him? And then when his play started to fall off, then it just, it made it even worse. Um, I, I honestly think, and this has been my evaluation of Artie Burns for about three years now, he has the athletic tools to be a good cornerback. He just needs to under he just needs a, a good start somewhere where he understands the system and where he feels comfortable enough to, and to trust himself again. Because I really think that's what it is. He doesn't believe in himself at times, and uh, the mistakes that he makes um, are self-inflicted mental errors, not necessarily um, things that he couldn't have done. Just more so, like he may have overthought or or just you know double thought about something and uh, you know second guessed himself. That's the phrase I'm looking for. We're here with Christopher Carter from Locked On Steelers, breaking down new Bears cornerback Artie Burns. And Chris, he seems like a guy, you know, when I look over his career, uh, some penalties, particularly early on there with him getting grabby and, you know, maybe trying to, you know, adjust and, and not let guys get away from him. Like you said, maybe a little bit too much in his head in that regard. But from, a, from a, you know, when you said, when you talk about the tools, uh, what what stands out to you? I mean, obviously, we know he's a, a track athlete from his time at Miami. Speed is obviously there, but you know, obviously, a lot more goes into the cornerback position than just being fast. And sometimes, being fast in a straight line, track speed isn't everything that it's chalked up to be when it comes to trying to cover guys across the field. So, how would you sort of, you know, break down in a scouting report his skill set on the field in terms of you know not not the mental breakdowns, but physically what he can and can't do well? I mean, he could cover man to man very well. I, I, that, that's why when, when he and when he doesn't have to think about everything else, you just put him in a in a phone booth with a guy and just let him work against that guy. That's where he excels. And in fact, in training camp, and this is what made him so promising uh, going into 2018. For his his rookie season, no one really paid attention to him. But 2017 and 2018 in training camp, he would give Antonio Brown fits. The two of them would get into fights sometimes because of how well he would cover him. And I mean, there were times like in drills where. One-on-one, Antonio Brown couldn't break three of them. And this is prime Antonio Brown before he went crazy, Antonio Brown. Um, and and uh, Artie Burns would just do, you know, do the right things, use his hands properly. And it seemed like when that moment was isolated, when he didn't have to consider, hey, do I have safety out? Hey, are we covering something over the middle? Hey, are we switching into a zone? That's when you saw those breakdowns happen. Uh, and, and a perfect example, after he had been removed from the starting lineup, the Steelers still knew that Artie had talent on him and that, if they could just let him just play man coverage, he'd be fine. So going into the Patriots game in 2018, uh, and they, they ended up winning this matchup, but early in the game, the Steelers, uh, the Steelers were, play, were playing against the Patriots, and it was like the first drive, and uh, the Patriots called this deep crossing pattern. And uh, basically like they, they were, there were kind of rumors that they were going to let Artie Burns start, which everyone thought was a nightmare. Uh, but – they, you know, they kind of alluded to that, hey, we're just going to have Artie do his thing and just have a separate role. And what I took that as is Artie's job was to stay in man coverage on one guy the entire time and just 
take one person off the field. And the defense was just around that. Well, Tom Brady being Tom Brady kind of saw that, called out an, uh, an audible, and when the Steelers switched with them, they couldn't get Artie Burns to switch off. So when there was a, it was like a deep crossing pattern, and he followed his man across the field, but because he followed his man, his zone, they switched to a zone, and his zone was wide open, and they couldn't account for that. And immediately everyone said, oh, it's Artie Burns' fault. But then, and, and you saw the Steelers, they replaced him immediately after that play. But Mike Tomlin after the game said that was not Artie's fault. That was our adjustment that we told him to do, and it didn't work, so we had to pull him because we realized we can't do that against the Patriots. Now, he didn't say those exact words, but he did say, we told him to do this. That was not on him. That was our decision. If Artie is given that kind of role, that's where he excels. But when you ask him to come out of that and consider all these other problems, that's when you see those mental, like, you know, he asks himself these questions that he doesn't have answers to and can't figure out those answers in real time fast enough to make the proper adjustment and stay within a specific scheme on the field. So, but to answer your question, absolutely, it's man coverage. Just, that's my guy. I'm going to take him out to play. The way you talked about there was interesting with, with him working with the coaching staff. Like, Do you feel like he got a fair shake, or, or do you feel like the Steelers' coaching staff did everything they could to put him in the best position to be successful, or do you feel like they could have utilized him differently to better maximize that skill set? Oh, no, I think that they, they gave him every chance to succeed, uh, and, and they wanted him to. They, they, the Steelers are an organization where if they pick you early, they're going to give you every chance to recover if you have a bad start. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of guys at the top of my head right now, but I can't pick up pick up too many names because a lot of their picks hit. Uh, but you know, I, I guess uh, Jarvis Jones is a perfect example. They, Jarvis Jones is the first-round pick that was supposed to be the next best edge rusher for the Steelers, and he was a complete bust. But they kept giving him opportunity after opportunity to prove himself, and he never really did. And then you know, eventually Bud Dupree came along, and then they were like, okay, we're just going to move on from Jarvis Jones and bring back James Harrison. Um, so, you know, but Artie Burns, you know, they, they tried. I mean, in 2017, they spoke highly of him. Even though he wasn't playing great, he was playing solid, and they could rely on him to make a play. Uh, he made this interception again at the, towards the end of a Texans game on uh, Christmas Day in 2017. I, and I remember being there for that, and the entire team was just like, okay, Artie, there you go. And, and they really wanted to see him succeed. But just as the mental errors continued to pile up in 2018, they realized, like, look, our defense isn't all that this year. We need the offense to put up points. You know, we got to put in someone else. And they put in Cody Sensible, who at least could adjust with the game and take those, those things. So they wanted them to see him. Even in 2019, on his last year's rookie deal, they, they, they went and signed Steven Nelson. So it was obviously that Artie Burns, it was obvious that Artie Burns could read the writing on the wall. But the Steelers coaches and you know the guys that I talked to, they said that you know they were at least they were they were happy to see that Artie Burns was taking on his role as a gunner seriously, uh, and uh, in special teams, and he learned that role. But unfortunately, he lost that role because they picked up uh, faster, cheaper guys who could get down the field and, and, and make the play on special teams. So, uh, if, if if you're looking for if you're looking for 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 any stories about how. Artie Burns was given a chance. The Steelers tried and tried and tried to find a spot on their roster for him. He just he just never really fit into the role long enough. There, and there'd be a couple weeks you'd be like, "Okay, Artie, there's something there." And then you know, a couple weeks later, he'd be like, "Where'd he go?" And that that kind of became the story of his career with the Steelers. Again, we're talking about cornerback Artie Burns, the newest member of the Chicago Bears secondary. Here with Chris Carter, the host of Locked On Steelers, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, Chris, do you think at this point there's 
that it can be unlocked. I mean, obviously no one has the, the, the answer exactly, but given that he's had four seasons to try and find that consistency and to be able to have good Artie be full-time Artie, is there much hope to be able to still have him become something different than he's already been, or is it just a matter of this is as good as he's going to get, and if that's better than what you have, he'll play, and if that's and if you have something better, he's not going to play. Look, I believe that any person out there can get better at what they do and overcome the challenges that they face because we all got to believe in each other, right? Like you know, you got to believe in yourself. And I think Artie can do that. Now, if you're asking me, should the Bears bet the farm that Artie Burns is going to turn his, his career around? No, I wouldn't suggest that. But I would say that you got to give this guy time and just give him time to to, to at least play on a roster. You know, you guys. You got signed him for a what, like a, a cheap one-year deal? I think that's that's around the range that you, that, that that you want. Like, hey, you know what? Do you come to training camp? You know, how early do you get here? How much do you you know how, how much do you work with us? How, how you know when do you stay? Do you stay longer for film sessions? You know, what's your contribution? Do you help on special teams? If you see him give those extra efforts, that's when you know, like, hey, they think, you know he's at least he's at least putting his first foot his best foot forward. And uh, he's taking things seriously. I think that Ari can turn himself around. But the question is, can he beat himself? He, he, I think he's his own worst enemy right now. Because I, I'm telling you, there's times where it seems like he has everything. And there's, and there's games where he's done every, like, like he's doing everything right. And then all of a sudden, just this random mistake that just doesn't make any sense happens. And you're like, Ari, where'd that come from? And, it, and it's not like a, that guy's faster than him. It's not like a, that guy... Uh, you know, just beat him off this this route. It's just like, wait a minute. We knew that, that you have to know that's your responsibility there, and he just didn't. Um, I think Artie can bounce back from it if, if you know, if he gets a chance to isolate himself, and you know, maybe this stuff, maybe quarantine period will help him find himself. I don't know. Um, but you know, his his biggest enemy is going to be beating the demons. I think that he has in his own life and that he's been struggling with lately, uh, and, and and finding a way to overcome that second guessing. But so so yes, I think he can. Uh, but you know, as a Bears fan, if you're sitting there thinking this guy's going to change everything, you know, I, I wouldn't hold my breath for that. Well, and it's interesting the quarantine thing because, you know, like you talked about, if he could be the guy that's in the building and dedicated and really putting in the extra work, we'll see how many opportunities they even have to do extra work at this point, and right? How what kind of exposure he's going to have to the coaching staff? I mean, do you do you think that's the kind of thing that could? I mean, put him and I wonder if this is going to be the case across the NFL where the incumbents and the players that have already been in the system and already know the coaches and already on the roster. I mean, do you, have you experienced this at all with, with what the Steelers have been doing this offseason where maybe the, the outside guys are going to come in at more of a disadvantage than the guys already on the roster? I mean, absolutely. There's always going to be that, that change. If, if we're looking at people not being able to congregate, uh, there's going to be a disadvantage to anyone that doesn't know the playbook already. That's just, and there already is a disadvantage. But um, I, I think for Artie's struggles, you're right to at least look at that and, and consider that as a serious issue because you know if he gets this playbook and he's not able to sit down with people and work with it and maybe ask his questions and figure through it, you know that may lead into um, you know him not having the success he has. But I do think it's not that Artie Burns is dumb. He, you know, he, he can he can figure things out, and I've seen him figure things out and make good plays on the ball and make good ju- adjustments to things. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it's a disadvantage, but I, I, I do think that he he's going to have to make his own personal adjustment to how he he operates. Uh, the Steelers are kind of from, from what from what I'm hearing, the Steelers are kind of you know they're making sure their guys are doing the healthy things and right, but they, they've always been an organization that adapts. To various situations, well, you know, they'll 
they'll, they'll take on a challenge. They'll find some ways to make sure that they're connecting with their players and, and having them go through the steps that they need. Um, and, and they're, they're, they're one for now. Like they, you know, when Devin Bush got drafted last year, they immediately threw him in and uh, he was calling the plays on defense in, in, uh, in rookie camp and in mini camp. Um, so they, they will, they, they're not afraid to throw those new guys in like that. Um, as far as Artie Burns, if he's going to the Bears and he's he's learning stuff, you know you got it. The biggest thing is you know when everyone does eventually show up, you know how does he show up? How prepared does he look in those in those mini camp practices if they have them? Um, and then especially in training camp when you get to August and you're you're looking at how everyone's playing, you know does he do well in the drills? Because if he still does well in the drills, he at least has that. Because that's the factor I was talking about. You know that's where he shined in Steelers training camp, and everyone thought like man. Maybe this guy's maybe this guy's turned the corner, um, but then when you get to team play, how does he do there? How does that transition? So that's where I think you're going to see the defining lines of Artie Burns. I don't know if you go to Bears training camp or if that's a thing there, um, but uh, if you get a chance to see that, that's where you can probably get a close eye and say like, okay, this is the these are the steps he's made, and if in those team drills he's looking solid. Maybe there's some hope that he's he's found some answers for himself, and he'll turn it around in preseason and get more playing time during the regular season. Well, we'll be ready for training camp hero Artie Burns, and that that's the type of insight we can only get from a local host here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So, Christopher, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Let everybody know one more time where they can find your work if they want to get a little bit more Steelers coverage. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me on. This this, this has been a great time. Um, you can find my work. I'm a lead NFL analyst at DKPittsburghSports.com where I'm breaking down still my Carter's Classroom column. I'll be talking about the draft and free agency and all that at DKPittsburghSports.com. You can sign up for just 99 cents for a trial, uh, for a trial subscription, uh, and that'll get you a whole month of seeing what we cover in all sports. Now, I know sports is really rough right now, but when things get back, we, are, we, co- we cover Pittsburgh sports like nobody else. I'm also the Locked On Steelers podcast host. Uh, where we talk, you know, just just like on here on Lockdown Bears, Monday through Friday, we're always talking Steelers. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Carter Critiques. If you follow me, I will follow you back, and I'm always down to chat with uh, fans, listeners, and anyone else out there that's got football talk. Well, people got a great taste of it here, Chris. You're an expert, as always, and we really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thanks again to Chris Carter for joining us on the podcast today. If you were expecting the Minnesota Vikings Hall of Fame wide receiver, I'm sorry you were sorely mistaken, but I think you got an even better Bears-focused talk from a guy who knows cornerback Artie Burns better than pretty much anybody else we could get here on this podcast. So if you enjoyed our conversation, make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Bears wherever it is you listen to podcasts. That's the best way to keep up with all of our daily Chicago Bears news and analysis. Hoping to do a similar deep dive on some of the other Bears free agents this week. Looking more specifically at Jimmy Graham and Robert Quinn, but still trying to finalize some times to talk with our friends that cover the Green Bay Packers and Dallas Cowboys. So be on the lookout for that. We'll also keep you up to date with any and all free agent signings that we get throughout the rest of the week or any potential contract restructuring or extensions. All of your Bears news and analysis right here every day on Locked on Bears. And we'll keep trying to be your sports escape during this coronavirus quarantine, contamination, self-isolation, crisis, health concern, however you want to describe it. It's an unknown time for all of us. It's historic, and hopefully this podcast can help give you a little bit of a break from everything and get your daily Bears talk in, a little bit of your Bears therapy, and 
like always, we're going to end with that big release, right? It's time for that part to just kind of let it go and bear down.